I wanted to let go of all the conditioning I had as a kid. I was like, I don't believe in you anymore. And that night I was surrounded by what felt like demonic entities wanting to maybe convert me to their side or something. I just didn't know how much of a protection having that connection with God was. This is the Honest Discourse Podcast, where we host loving and authentic conversations that explore truth and exemplify meaningful interactions within our generation. This podcast is created by Anchored North, and our mission is to make captivating, honest, and shareable videos that explore mankind's greatest need, redemption through Jesus. On today's episode, we will be moderating a discussion between Tarek, a spiritual coach, and Ashley, a Christian. The purpose of this discourse is not to establish middle ground between both conversationalists, but to explore what is true. As Christians, we believe that the Word of God is inspired, inerrant, and authoritative. We believe that Jesus died for our sins and rose again. We believe that the Holy Spirit transforms lives, and we believe that God's way is genuinely the best way. We also recognize that there are many viewpoints out there, and today we're discussing differing positions on spirituality. Our guests today, Tarek and Ashley, have kindly accepted our invitation to voice their perspectives. Although our organization believes what the Bible teaches regarding spirituality, we gratefully commend both of them for choosing to have this discussion. In a time where people like to group with their tribes and demonize other viewpoints, we can only celebrate their decision to speak to one another in a loving and personal way. The narratives of both conversationalists will be represented in an equal and authentic manner, and listeners will greatly benefit from hearing both of their stories and perspectives. With that said, let's get started. All right. Well, Tarek, Ashley, thank you so much for being a part of this. We cannot commend you two enough for being willing to dive into one another's worlds and into one another's stories. And we're so excited for the conversation that is ahead. So with that, Tarek, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, share your story, and then Ashley, you'll do the same, and then we'll go from there. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate it. So growing up felt very different. I was born in Jordan. We moved to Dubai, and I just felt very different than all the other kids. And I felt very close to God. Um, my dad was Muslim. My mom was born Christian, Catholic. And as a kid, I pray to God. I was very confused. I felt I was in hell because the density here, heaviness. I didn't feel the love. And it's almost like my soul had a memory of a higher vibrational reality and a memory of, yeah, just uh, loving energies. And I felt like I was far from there. So I was confused and didn't fit in with my family, culture, anything, but I kept to myself and I had this special connection. And there were times where I got bullied a lot and put down and I'd reach my breaking point and I'll just break down into tears. I'd go to my little safe spaces and I'd feel, I'd feel the divine or my guides and angels hugging me. And in that moment of feeling embraced, I stopped crying because I'm like, it's over now. You know, I'm out of the head and the stories. I'm like in this moment right now, protected and I'm with God. And I just did really bad in school, had a hard time focusing. 
in class when our teacher asked us what we wanted to be when we grew up, I could only think I'd like to aspire to walk the path that the prophets walked. So inspired by Jesus, Muhammad, and fast forward, we immigrate to Canada. I'm 17, doing a lot of drugs, alcohol, abuse, fights, arrests, cops. And at one point, the SWAT team <laughs> come, coming after me. Crazy, wild story, but always had a good heart. And yeah, I reached the point where I was reading all these books about healing and, and I felt guidance telling me it's time to reach out to those who have been holding on to resentment towards or anger towards and forgive. So it was nonverbal, but it was intuitive. So I reached out to those that I felt I've been angry towards and genuinely said, I don't know why you guys did all this stuff to me, but I'm ready to forgive you. And I heard their side of the story, which made me cry because it showed me that they did love me and they didn't hate me. That was the story I created. And that started a journey of through forgiveness, learning about healing and hypnotherapy and started helping people and helping them heal their wounds, their childhood wounds and help them forgive those that they're still angry towards and walk them through the same process. And in the process, just kind of breaking out of the matrix and questioning everything and found myself in this like open, new agey mindset, ate all that stuff, the secret law of attraction. And now I'm more in a place of it's not what I grew up with and it's not the new age kind of derailment. It's like something unique to myself maybe, but having faith and still praying, still setting intentions for myself, for the whole planet, but like really not fitting in with religion and not fitting in with new age, my own. <laughs> I'm on my own, but I'm not. And starting a practice called infinity healing, and now it's being taught in different languages and by many practitioners worldwide. And it goes right to the root of our traumas, heals them so we can move on and be who we're here to be and do what we're here to do. So I help a lot of people find their purpose and help them have a thriving career from their gifts. That's great. I love all that. Thank you for sharing. I grew up in California my whole life. I had parents that split up when I was around three years old, and I had moved around many places all over California with my mom, so just a very unstable childhood. I also went through like child abuse from other like kids I went to school with. I always got made fun of or was just also the outcast and just felt so out of place in the world. And then on top of that, as a young kid, I always had these deep thoughts. I just felt like there was always something more than just this temporary world. I mean, I saw death all around me. And so I was wondering like, so where do I go after I die? There has to be something more. It's just, it seems too complex for it to just be that when you die and it's that. So I ended up going down a bad spiral because I was 
searching so much for truth. And that unfortunately led me to get into drugs and living a promiscuous life, sleeping around with so many people and getting so much damage and abuse from those relationships as well. And I went into Barnes and Noble one day and I came across like the new age spiritual section of books and just started clearing it out. I was just soaking it all in and just reading so much about yoga, meditations and chakra healing and crystal healing, just all of those topics. I was reading so much, but still was never fully satisfied. I felt like these books, it could just keep on going and going and going and that there was no objective truth. And that's what I really wanted. I just truly wanted to be connected to God or whoever it was at the time. I had no clue if God was real or if it was just an energy or yeah, I didn't know, but still kept seeking. And my drug addiction got pretty bad. I was doing these drugs thinking that I had to do it to reach a level of enlightenment and was also on top of that being brainwashed by the older men in my life. And in 2017, I ended up overdosing from ketamine that I was heavily addicted to. And that was a big wake up call for me. My dad had to sit down with me after that and told me that the path that I have chosen only leads to death. Like there's no good in this. And I saw that. I've only experienced just horrible things. Sure, there was good, but I've also experienced just bad, like spirits or evil spirits around me and just so much chaos happening. So I cut off all my dreadlocks that I had at the time and I went sober for a few months by my own strength, but ended up falling into the same pattern. Then in October, I planned to go to Guatemala for the entire month to become a certified yoga teacher. But just a few weeks before I left to Guatemala, I came across this YouTube video. It was speaking about how all the chakra healing and the meditation and the yoga that I'm doing is just hiding Jesus Christ from me or Satan's doing that. And I began to cry so much, just pace back and forth because it sounded so real and just started questioning if this was really real or it could be. But I still ended up pushing it out of my mind. Went on the yoga trip, studied with the teachers, got certified, still was feeling empty. After I came back, I was on the floor of my bedside crying out to the God I didn't know at the time and was just praying, please, God, whoever you are, please help me know the truth. I'm so confused. And a few days later, uh, I came across another YouTube video when I was outside and it was all about how Jesus alone is the truth, the way and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through him. And again, I was crying, I was trembling. I just felt like I felt God's presence with me. And I called up the only Christian friend that I knew at that time and asked him to come help me because I'm so confused. And he came over in a few days, it was December 9th of 2017, he showed me that I had sinned against God, that I've lied, I've stolen, I've lived a promiscuous, honestly evil life, and I deserve 
hell. I saw that I deserved hell, and I wasn't fighting against that. I saw it. I didn't understand why I could even be saved in the first place. But with all that being said, God, he showed me that God made a way through Jesus Christ because he loves us so much that God literally became a man and the person of Jesus and lived a sinless life, was born of a virgin, and at age 33, Jesus willfully laid his life down, and he suffered and died on the cross in my place, bore God's wrath in my place that I deserved. And three days later, Jesus rises from the grave, defeating death and hell. So all that I have to do is repent, turn from my sins, and trust alone in Christ, and I'll be saved. And I did it that night with my friend. I cried out to God. I said, please, Lord, save me. I just want you. That's all I want. I don't care. And instantly, he instantly was healing me from these addictions. I was getting a lot of spiritual attacks, though, this first year that I became a Christian. Just sleep paralysis and, like, demonic stuff just happening to me, like, to try to like keep my eyes blinded or something. It was very odd, but ended up getting through all that. And now I don't experience any crazy attacks. Of course, to some extent, there is like that spiritual attack because it's like God and Satan at war at each other. And uh, it's crazy, but my life has radically changed since becoming a Christian. That's that. It's beautiful. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, that's a lot. And I can relate to the part, as soon as you had that strong faith and belief, how it was like this anchoring connection or energy and how, yeah, those darker energies are like, we can't mess with her anymore now. She's got that strong faith. I can relate to that. I love also in your story that you were seeking for truth and knew that there was a God and you still wanted to seek that out, even if no one around you is seeking it out. And you felt out of place with your Catholic mom or Muslim dad. You still wanted to seek and go on your own journey. And yeah, I, I love that so much because it's so rare to find someone who isn't just living life for the moment, right? Like you actually feel it, like there is something more and you want to chase after that. So yeah, I love that. Tark, Ashley, that was awesome. Thank you so much for listening to one another. We are so thankful to have you on this. Now we are going to dive into the statements and we'll start with our first statement. Supernatural experiences are real. Yes, definitely I would agree with this. Just from not even my own personal experience, but to start with that, God gives you a new heart. Being born again is one of the greatest supernatural acts. In Ezekiel 36, 26, he says that he will remove a stone and give us a new heart. And that's been the most amazing experience is seeing God completely transform who I am. And apart from that, God in the person of Jesus did many supernatural acts or miracles while he was on earth. And that just shows, you know, that it's not just this earth place that nothing supernatural happens at all. It's just all around us. And God 
is a supernatural being. And yeah, of course I would agree with this. And um, also just uh, bad supernatural experiences as well. It's not just good, but it's also both. I agree, Ashley, from personal experience. The day I swore God off, meaning I wanted to let go of all the conditioning I had as a kid. I was like, I don't believe in you anymore. And that night I was surrounded by what felt like demonic entities wanting to maybe convert me to their side or something. I just didn't know how much of a protection having that connection with God was till I let go of it and swore it off. And then that night was a nightmare. Next morning, feel the sun shining on me in a very magical way, piercing my heart, my soul. And that was a metaphor for the divine, for God. And I, I started crying. I was like, I don't know what you are, but I believe in you. And uh, experiencing sleeping outside of Mount Shasta and having this like scary, dark entity in this tent that I was in, and without thinking, I just felt I was filled with love and I was getting the like cold shivers and I was just beaming love and I wasn't trying to do anything. I was just like, okay, what happens now? So God, my guides, who, whatever happened and showed me how the best thing you can do when you're confronting demonic entities is just receive God's full love or be your full love, however you want to describe it. And then that's deals like, yeah, nothing for me to feed on here. I'm out. <laughs> Our inner guidance is trustworthy. Our inner guidance. I feel like there's a part of us that is directly connected to the divine, call it God, universe, source. And it's not like God's like, hey, good luck, figure it out. And instead, I feel like there's this kind of cell phone GPS connection that is there to guide us through this life. And it's tricky because there's the mind, which might just always be like careful, worst case scenario, kind of like a more primitive fight or flight protection. And then there's the intuition that might be more heart based, more higher, higher guidance, which might communicate. I mean, I think everyone receives that communication differently. But could be like feeling, oh, this feels like something bad's going to happen if I go into this room. Or could be like visuals, if you're more visual or thoughts. Some people just have it as a knowing, like, why didn't you do it? I don't know. I just didn't. And then there's the instinct, which also is more like animalistic, like also could protect us. Like in the moment, we just move someone to the side and they avoid getting shot or something. You hear stories about things like that. So I feel like the intuition is more like higher guidance. Instinct is in us because they say the gut is your second brain. But then there's also a watch out for like trickster spirits who are like, we're able to be manipulated very easily if we don't discern the thoughts that are coming from our own or from God, because it's easy for spirits to like whisper into our heads like don't trust that person they don't have your best intentions and then you think that's your thought but yeah so i think it's important to challenge and question and discern especially nowadays what do you think ashley 
So how do you know which spirit is true or real? Because uh, God's word also speaks of this. He says to test the spirits because there are many spirits that will lead you astray or keep you hidden from the truth. So yeah, I want to know like how you discern that. Yeah, great question. And when I say spirit, at that point, I meant like dark, yeah, darker spirits trying to manipulate. I feel when it's fear-based and it's like divide and conquer. If someone's in my life, usually in my relationships, when I'm meeting someone, all my trust stuff comes up. So first I have to conquer my mind's own fear of trusting based on past experiences. And then if that person's going to be in my life to create like this force field of love and deeper connection and then maybe some entity could try to influence us in our dreams. We've we've woken up in the past with when I was in relationships and I was like, why I feel like you're angry towards me. What happened? And I was like, I bet those entities like tried to manipulate you in the dream state. And it was true. Uh, there were times where in the dream state, these entities would appear like me and like affect her in a negative way so that she wakes up angry towards me. And I told her always look into the eyes because they can mimic the body, but they can't mimic the soul. So look into my eyes in your dream state. And if you don't see my spirit, my soul, then it's just a false being and just like, be like, get away. But yeah, who has the ability to always do that? Yeah, that's all I can say about that. How, how do you discern the different influences? Well, I would agree with you that our inner guidance can be trustworthy like intuition we have to define intuition because what you think as intuition might be completely different from what i think intuition i would say is like a deep feeling or like knowing that something is going to happen a certain way or just like wisdom from god that's intuition to go this certain way but my intuition, like a deep knowing that something's going to happen, has been right on multiple occasions, which has freaked me out sometimes. Like, oh, wow, yeah, I, that turned out to be true. That's pretty cool. But I also know that my intuition isn't my ultimate authority because it's been wrong at times because my emotions lie to me. Being wounded by past experiences can impact my intuition or just a deep feeling of something. And it turns out to be totally wrong. It could be like laced with fear and anxiety and God's word tells me not to be anxious or fearful. So although my intuition can be right, I know it's not my ultimate source to go to for guidance because I don't see like an inner guidance probably as you see it. Inner guidance please correct me if I'm wrong for you, might be um, like a higher self or a, like a different spirit or you're saying God or divine in a way. Yeah. I still don't know where it comes from. Like I'm still in the, I'm not labeling what God universe source is, but it's this intuitive thing comes from beyond this limited physical self and it communicates through the senses Mm hmm. Yeah. So for me, inner guidance would be the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is inside those who trust in Christ and become born again. 
And I have felt the Holy Spirit leading me in different directions, whether that's to speak to a certain person or doing anything that I feel like is from the Lord, like just maybe like pressed upon my heart to do something. And I like, it's not normally something that I would do. And I'll usually know that because sometimes if I'm going to talk about Jesus to a certain person and I'll get like fear and anxiety and all this. And, but I still feel this incredible, like pushing towards it. I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to you and do that. So that would be my inner guidance and be the Holy Spirit. So we could agree with that. Yeah. And I was talking to a friend the other day and like a lot of the people that were doing good, including Jesus, they were a threat. Truth is a threat. Being that represents God is a threat to these dark energies as we shared. And bad things happen to a lot of people who try to expose the truth, who challenge, you know, the darker forces on our planet. And I'm always asking the question, like, how do we fight the dark forces and actually win? And people got assassinated, like doctors who are questioning the mainstream, something's happened to them. So there's all these like factions that go against anyone who speaks truth. And it's been happening for a long time. And my friend said, this one guy who's doing good work right now, I don't know much about his story, but is spreading a lot of good truth, not through beliefs, more like how to, it's like some kind of plasma we can grow, which you take a little bit of it and you've got all this energy, you put it in your garden and you get these like superfoods. So it's more like science, spiritual, bridged. And he was like, yeah, this guy's protected by higher forces. And I was like, oh, so he's protected, but everyone else isn't. And I was like, wait a minute, let me sit with that. And I feel like we're all protected by God, by higher forces. And it's a matter of, are we listening to the guidance that says, careful, if you go here, something might happen. But then it requires us to like really master that connection with our intuition, which will continue. It's always there for us, but are we listening? Are we trusting? Are we following through with its guidance? And if we do, then yeah, maybe we're protected for the rest of our lives. What do you think? So God actually also gives us a conscience, which is in all of us. We have a conscience to know what is right and what is wrong. That's God given. So there may be times where we feel like something bad is going to happen. Uh, We know that it's wrong to lie, right? We know that it's wrong to steal because that's intrinsic because of God giving that to us. And I think that's also just an important distinction that since that's given from God and we have the knowledge of right from wrong, it's important for us to seek the true God. And where I was going with that, I just wanted to know, do you think you know truth completely or do you think you're still seeking or Do you think you've come to the knowledge of the truth or if you're still like in that in-between state? Yeah, I, I think I'm constantly, well, first of all, you have to define truth. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I think I'm constantly in communication and in prayer and 
that back and forth. I haven't labeled what I'm connecting with. I feel its presence. I feel it's guiding me. It's, I have very strong faith. I mean, that's, that's what I got tattooed right there. Faith over fear. I just haven't labeled it. Like some native American cultures call it the great mystery. Cause I feel like our mind wants to call it something. And once it's called something, then it gives us that security. But I feel on a deeper level beyond needing to call it something, experiencing faith. But I'm sure Jesus also would question and have his doubts, right? And in his moment of weakness, wasn't that the story where Satan came and tested his faith? But um, yeah, I feel like I'm constantly questioning and testing. And yeah, I'm, I'm in a place of, I don't know. I don't know what's true anymore. Everything that I thought was true, the, the opposite became true. And But I do remember when I was younger, I was uh, challenging, like, don't steal and don't do all these things. And I was like, okay, this is me rebelling against those rules. And then I had people steal from me. So I had to go reach out to all the people I stole from. And I was like, hey, I, I stole food from your grocery store. Can I pay you back? <laughs> Clear my kind of negative karma. Yeah. And it worked. I love that you're so humble about it, too, because... Oh my goodness. It's, this is another rare thing. Like most people that I've met or was involved with in just whether that's a new age community, it's, uh, yeah, I know everything. Like, don't talk to me about another viewpoint at all. I don't even want to hear it. And yet you're willing to listen to me or just any of my statements and just hear me out. It's such a blessing. Thank you. Likewise, we're not our beliefs, right? We're more than that. Mm. And I hate being divided and conquered just because I subscribe to one thing. That's the devil's game, divide and conquer. I feel like if we can all find, like we all are souls, we have something in common. And then from there, we have our specific beliefs that we subscribe to. And I don't have to have the same beliefs you have in order to have respect for you or in order to have an open mind. Like even talking to you guys today, I'm in a spiritual community and I'm like, why are there statues of everything except for Jesus? <laughs> it's like a Buddha. There's a, Isn't that yeah, funny? I was thinking about that. So there I'm open. Like I'm not these guys and me. It's like, Hmm, why isn't that here? Why isn't there a statue of mother Mary? Yeah, that was a that was a big thing for me when I became a Christian. When I would talk to others in the New Age community, they would talk about every other God of theirs, but you bring up Jesus and they get mad. They get, I've experienced such hateful people, unfortunately. And for me, that's only testified to the realness of Jesus because it's being close to Christ it has nothing to do with religion. I'm sure that's going to be a relief for you to know too, because you didn't fit in with religion, but it's about truly is being connected to Jesus Christ. It has nothing to do with all these outward things that I have to do, but it's knowing that Jesus is truly alive. He's the risen Christ and I'm trusting in him. And I love that you're actually 
seen that too, because you're in the community and you, you're like, oh, but why isn't there Jesus? There must be something up with that, right? <laughs> Definitely. I was doing a healing session with a client two days ago and she was like, I feel when we do the sessions, she feels the presence of Mother Mary and Jesus in the sessions. And I'm not like, hey, I don't subscribe to that. I'm like, beautiful. Like anything that is for humanity, that's helping I'm all for that if it has our highest intentions. And and yeah, I'm not going to say like only this person or not those ones. But yeah, there is there is definitely there's a speaker online called Mark Passio. He said he was in the darker occult groups and how they said, don't worry, we're going to create a, a like a new age thing and and we're going to deviate people thinking they're on the path. So it was actually inspired by these dark occult artists and they kind of created this new religion. He said that? like, Yeah, Mark Passio admitted that these people, that he was in these high level, darker art occult groups, said we were going to create uh, a new religion. And then he was like, I'm going to tell people and like, go tell them who's going to believe you. Like, we've got the we've got these people under our like, we've got a good grip on them. And I fell for that. I fell for that whole new age distraction. And the trick is they could be 80% truths that are empowering, but it's that 20%, you know, like things like there's no negative because no negative means like if I'm face to face with a darker entity, it's it, this new relig age religion telling me not to judge. Whereas judgment is a form of discernment. Hey, this is a dark energy, you know, belief system saying everything is it's all perspective <laughs> so there's a few little traps there that i had to i shot a video about this just calling out mark passio has a video called new age bullshit and i fell for it and it's not a popular thing amongst my friends but i'd rather speak my truth and have no friends and <laughs> try to fit in that's awesome i commend you for wanting to stand for truth even if nobody is on the same page as you at all. That's, that's so great. Thanks. All right, well, that wraps up the first part of this conversation and the next part's gonna be coming out really soon. So stay tuned for that. And then also, if you really enjoyed this podcast and you want more people to listen to it and you want more people to be reached with the podcast, please leave a review. Just something really simple. We really appreciate it. We read every single one of the reviews and actually every review that we get, it pushes the podcast further in other people's podcast feeds so more people see it. So we really appreciate it. And if you could just leave something short, that would be awesome. And remember, truth is out there. You'll want to join us for the next episode to keep exploring.